I had coffee this morning and the reason that is news is because I like don't really drink coffee. I'm so sensitive to caffeine as you guys know, but it's Friday and so I was just like feeling in the mood because I really like <laughs> coffee, but I can't have it during the week because I'll stay up or I'll just be like really anxious. But since it's the weekend, I'm relaxed. So the coffee <laughs> nice. is fine. It doesn't affect me. Um, what time did you have it? I had it at like... 8 a.m. So I had it very early, but I honestly okay. still kind of feel a little bit jittery from it. Isn't that wild? Because <laughs> so you had funny. coffee. I'm like That's doing so the whole thing of like not drinking caffeine anymore or like trying to reduce oh. my reliance on it. So I'm going the opposite. Like cold turkey? Yeah, Damn. cold turkey. Like the only thing that I have now is like matcha or green mm-hmm. tea. But other than that, it's like I do sense that I am a lot sleepier and I take 30 minute naps <laughs> you get but headaches because I know fine. that happens yeah. sometimes like withdrawals like caffeine yeah. is a serious drug you guys like mm. no no headaches just like sleepiness I'm not like okay. as wired That's as good. I used to be mm. yeah yeah if I don't do coffee like by two three o'clock I just get that like annoying tang in my brain just like oh, no. I need coffee yeah I'm fully addicted and then you have it at three and then you're like up at two. Yeah. Why oh, can't I? And you're yeah. like, now I need a glass of red wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I guess speaking of red wine. Speaking of red Yeah. Why don't we share what we're drinking and snacking on today? Um, I have some red wine. It is this Italian wine, I think. The producer is called La Chiuva. Mm. the bottle has like a very rustic looking label that's like yeah. a dark beige with black like kind of hand written font yeah so it is i cannot i cannot figure out what type of grape this is right now but <laughs> it is very good so i'm having some red wine it's red grapes christina <laughs> yeah red grapes red grapes <laughs> yeah, some red grapes uh that were fermented to make this wine and then my snack looks really weird but like it's just like leftover like trader joe's version of takis Ooh, oh it's, they call them yeah. like like spicy corn roll-ups or something yeah, um, yeah yeah but there was just like a little bit left in the bag so i put it into this bowl yeah. here nice um, so I'll do a quick little ASMR moment. You do always. Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and they're like, they're like so spicy and like citrusy. Mm. Yeah. Megan, your turn. Yes. So I knew that Christina was drinking red wine from a photo that she sent earlier. So then I got inspired and I am also drinking a red wine. This one is a Cabernet, which Actually, I haven't I haven't drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon in a really long time because usually it's like really heavy, but this mm. one's like pretty light. This one is by Vina Echeveria. <laughs> it's a Chilean. Also sounds a little oh, okay, I see. Chilean producer, but is that the one that has like a fun. guy standing? He's like holding something. Yeah, or he's holding his finger. Yeah, this one's a fun one. I I feel like a lot of restaurants have this too, but it's super fun. And then I have bread and butter, mm. but it's like so much butter that it just it looks, looks like a like nice cheese. healthy serving of butter. Yeah, yeah, it's like a real real healthy serving. We have some friends staying over this weekend, and they made the bread and then brought this like French butter, which I'm pretty sure if I showed. Wow. You, the package, Christine would probably recognize it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, so good that I'm eating it as if it's like cheese. So, <laughs> dude, French as, yeah, as does taste right. like cheese. It's like so good, so delicious, and so rich. Is that a ciabatta? It's, I think it's just like a sourdough. It's like a yeah. sourdough, but mm. I think, I think they used like um, a good percentage of wheat because you can tell that it's very dark. Mm. Oh, it's very good. What about you, Christine? Right. I was in a meeting while this conversation was happening about having red wine. And when I hopped onto that thread, I was like, I'm going to do a martini today. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a dirty gin martini mm. with parmesan instead of olives. And Yum. I don't have any like fresh lemons. They're all kind of like 
wilted lemons. So that's why like <laughs> the peel looks like <laughs> like sunburn. Oh, that's a look. <laughs> I thought it was like a pepper like or something. What? Skin. Oh yeah. You I know like when was- I thought you had pepperoncinis in there. Yeah, same. I know they're oh, peppers. No, no. That's, that's fully a lemon peel. That, that oh looks like so the, like ridged. It looks like yeah. the ridged slices of pepperoncini. Oh no, God. my friends, it's literally a lemon peel that from an old lemon. Um, anyways, it's delicious. I threw it in an ice cube because it's too strong. And then for snacks, I am finishing up my lunch, and it's prugogi kimbap. And I order from the same place. So I, I think like over the past four months, I've ordered prugogi kimbap like 40 or 50 times. I like go through my DoorDash. <laughs> kimbap, kimbap, kimbap. Order again. Ooh. Order again. Ooh. Hot tip for people who live in LA, kimbap with king taco sauce, red sauce. Mm. So good. Christine and I had it Yo. recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds so good. so good. Especially with like the prugogi kimbap because it's like there's meat in it and it's just mm-hmm. – mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah. All right. So shall we get into the podcast today? Yes. I can kind of quickly share the give you the rundown of how our episodes go. It's three uh, basically sections. We have Icha, Icha, and Samcha. And every cha that we have, we talk about a different question or we discuss a different question and we go deep into that specific topic. So we have that. Uh today's topic is personality tests and Christina, Megan and I over the course of our friendship have discussed personal personality tests and how we relate to each other, how we're different. So we thought that this could be an interesting thing to discuss um, and share with everyone and also just have you think about how you're, you're different and how unique uh, you are as a special flower. Oh, I love that. We're just this little friendship garden of different flowers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Your child, let's go. Um, Cheers, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do that every time. How should we start this? I mean, we all were like retaking different personality type tests earlier today. And we were mostly focusing on Myers-Briggs or MBTI. And Enneagram. So I don't know. Does anyone want to start with one in particular? Should we chat about MBTI? Because that could be pretty quick. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like more people are like more familiar with MBTI. Yeah. Yeah. I have like a little anecdote too. Like now that I have opened myself up to the dating app world, all the Korean Korean guys on the apps will put their MBTI. That's like a critical information that they put up. So instead of like explaining their personality, uh, they just put, I am this. And that's one little like observation that I had with like Korean, Korean guys on, on the dating apps. No one else from blood type. (laughs) (laughs) They've evolved away from blood types and now they're like, oh, we can get more specific. Wait, I love that because I think it's when you're speaking the same language, like, (laughs) I mean, like literally speaking the same language, fine. But like when you're speaking (laughs) a certain language that you can all understand like what the letters mean and what it means to you, then that totally makes sense. Cause then you don't have to like go into talking about the nitty gritty and you just have these nicely put four letters that yeah. tell people yeah. who you are. Perfect. Yeah. That's Pretty cool. I, I remember freshman year of college, it was like a really big thing as well. Oh, yeah. um, and like everybody was taking them. And then like Christine and I, and then with our roommates, Olivia and Joanne, we once made like a four-way Venn diagram of our MBTIs. But I think all of our personalities have changed since then. But <laughs> They have. Mm-hmm. It was like a part of a season in life. Christine and I are both, we just learned, INFJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't remember, which is, what? what is it? It's the advocate personality. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I was. I, for some reason, don't remember 
the advocate. So maybe it was something different. I definitely was always, I'm always an I. So I'm definitely mm. more introverted, like severely introverted, I think. But severely? Severely. <laughs> severely. It sounds like, well, like a condition. I know, like I'm <laughs> devastatingly an I. It's like, but it's it's kind of interesting because like I think I am I'm like a learned extrovert. Like if I'm if I'm at a party or if I'm at, you know, a work event or if I'm somewhere where like I know I have to be an E, I can totally work my way through the room and like figure it out. But then I think preferentially I'm definitely an I. Like I would rather just be in the corner or like in my room, <laughs> like rocking in the corner. Fetal position, then be an E. Um, but I can I can I can be an E if I need if I need to. But it's more of like a want type of a thing. Were you always I. Yeah. But Christine, I, I for some reason always thought you were an E. I it's because I am not like a severe detrimental <laughs> I'm right in the middle like mm. I so but when you take like the MBTI it means it, it stands for Myers-Briggs like type indicator or something so basically there's 16 personalities that you can have with the MBTI test right and within each letter there's like four letters you can be it gives you like the percentage split that you are like where you are on the spectrum of like introvert and extrovert and for me I'm like split pretty close mm. to the middle, but I skew a little bit more to an introvert. Um, but I can be very extroverted with like people that I'm comfortable with, which is probably why mm. you think I'm in me. But mm. a lot of the times I I think like one gauge of like whether or not you're an I or an E is like you get energy from people or when you are in like a social social situation you feel like drained and you need to take like a pause and a break from um, socializing. So that's definitely me. I need like time to regroup and uh, to get energy from my own head versus other people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so like mine, when I took it today and also we're just taking like free versions of these. We haven't yeah. like done mm -hmm. the full, like whatever you're supposed to do. Um, so when I took it today, the result I got was ENFJ, which also I have never gotten mm -hmm. that result before. Um, mm -hmm. like most recently I got ISFJ. So just okay. to like break that down, like, I guess the F and the J have been pretty consistent over the last like five, 10 years or so. My E and I like extrovert introvert has also always been really 50, 50. Um, mm -hmm. so I guess, I don't know the way I answered the questions today, like E came out on top a little bit Yeah. for the N and the S. So that's N stands for intuitive. S stands for sensing. So those are also like pretty 50-50. So that explains why like I've gotten ISFJ, but also mm -hmm. ENFJ. So yeah, but I'm also like, I've been slowly wondering like if I'm more extroverted than I realized because mm -hmm. I do enjoy my alone time. But then there are also times where I'm just like, I need, I like want to hang out with someone or like be around people, mm. but it's never like I want to be around strangers because <laughs> I feel like there's some people who do get energy from like meeting new people. Um, yeah. So it's Ooh. never so much coming from meeting new people. <laughs> they exist Ooh. somewhere. They're detrimentally <laughs> extroverted. <laughs> like, yeah, that I, is a detrimental extrovert right there. So tell me anyone who gets like off on meeting strangers. I did, I did meet, I did meet someone um, and she said she loves like meeting people and like is a like such an extrovert and loves meeting new people. Wow. So I have met one in the wild. That is so <laughs> impressive. It really is. Okay, so it's like hmm. I guess we all three of us uh we got N, oh, yeah, F, we are and J, all... right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the S and the N, apparently, I'm like looking off of this website that has a description of these um, letters. Apparently, it indicates how you learn. So if you're an mm -hmm. N, you learn by like seeing the bigger picture and like bigger themes. And it's not so much about like every specific detail, I guess. And then yeah. S is people who process things like very linearly and they focus on what they can actually sense. That's why it's like sensing. So like 
literally things they can see, hear, touch, like touch, yeah. those are the things that they need in order to learn. So that's, mm-hmm. I guess, the difference. And again, mine is like 50-50 for those. Mm. They're like pretty close. Oh, I'm like mm-hmm. dominant N mm. versus like 50-50. What about you, Megan? I'm looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> where is my, where are my results? I do remember my my F and J were very strong. Like it was in the seventies, eighties mm, for each of those. Oh, yeah. for each Me of too, those, actually. like they were really, yeah, they were really high. And then the I and the N, the I a little bit higher, but then the N was pretty in the middle. Mm, so that's kind of like Christina, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I think that makes sense because I do wow. feel like when I learn. Like, I think I'm pretty detail-oriented in general, so I feel like that can come through with, like, the way I learn or take in information, mm-hmm, but yeah. I think there's instances where I go a little more high-level and don't get into, mm, like, yeah. every single detail, Yeah, Yeah. I think more so now for me, like, I think I used to be a lot mm. more, like, maybe stuck isn't the right word, but, like, stuck in the details um, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but then now I understand that like you you kind of need to you need to move mm. up or move forward um, yeah. sometimes like without getting too uh, stuck in in the in the details and so I feel like work kind of taught me that um, just working and doing like corporate life and things like that I think it kind of yeah because sometimes you, to- you don't sometimes you just don't have all the information in front of you yeah. so you just have mm-hmm. to like take what you can and then find the bigger picture. So yes, that makes sense. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So like after I took the test, so like typically for the past, I don't know, like 15 years, I've been an INTJ. And then over the past two years, I've like fluctuated. But when I read the INFJ personality type, Megan, you might be able to relate. This like relates to what you were saying. I was reading through the description. I was like, oh my God, that's like something that's more true to me than what an INTJ is now. So I think that like it ha- like these shifts happen in different seasons of your life. Mm-hmm. And so with this like advocate INFJ personality type, like the pros um, is that like we search for like the bigger picture, the deeper meaning. We're like idealistic and passionate, but like mm-hmm. there are like weaknesses as well where this is interesting where like this personality type is like sensitive to criticism they're more private and don't want to burden others with their feelings. They're perfectionists. So like that detail mm. orientation. <laughs> and then the last two things for like weaknesses is that we avoid the ordinary, like ordinary experiences, ordinary like objects. We like try to detract from that. And then also we're prone to burnout because mm. of all of the, the the weaknesses of like being a perfectionist, like wanting these like ideal experiences, like thinking about the deeper meaning of things and being so passionate. That's like, it's like, oh my God, that's like, that's me. And then when I think about you, Megan, I'm like, that's you too. <laughs> I know, but then we're also, we can be so different in ways. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of, it's so interesting. It's like, I think it shows feel, up, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it shows up like in different maybe areas too, just in different ways. Oh, yeah, we're wild. humans are complex, so it's not like so complex. Yeah, but Christina, yeah. I'm so curious because you were saying you were always an INTJ, and then yeah. like more recently you you tested as an INFJ. So like, can you talk? Okay, so like that's thinking and feeling. So it's like how we make our uh-huh. decisions. Do we do it like thinking, like rationally, like uh-huh. make like a list of whatever, or feeling where it's like. It's more of the heart, but also like how your decision affects other people is yeah. like part of it. So yeah, what's what do you think that shift means for you? Oh my god, we're gonna go into like straight up therapy session now. It's like <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so when I think about INTJ and like how I landed as or I was an INTJ in college, post-college up until like my late 20s and early 30s, I think like the INTJ was like a mindset of like surviving. I have to be this way in order to succeed in like the workplace and school. And then now that like I've established myself in my career, I think I'm going back to this like more, this person that I was earlier in my like life when I was like a child or before college when I had to think about survival. And so 
shifting from T to F was is like the main, the only thing that shifted between like then and now. And I think that I'm like a Pisces, like deep, deep Pisces, yeah. which is like another like way of you you're know, a hard like, Pisces, <laughs> hardcore Pisces. Pisces feel, and I think that uh, shifting away from always being that like T person in my life and now giving room to let the F in me like flourish is mm-hmm. um, this new season that I'm in now. And I'm really tapping into like my emotions and my feelings. And I think that that has been a very um, illuminating experience and being able to create space for myself to open up that door and let the F balance myself or the F balance itself um, mm. in like a more holistic person um, from who I was before and then all of the experience that I had from like college to like working and establishing myself in my career and then now. So I think that's like how that's I so cool. rationalize mm. the shift. But I do also think that like it makes sense. It's like the season that I'm in right now and I feel very like enlightened by this knowing that I've shifted over to an F but again it's like very very split it's like pretty close to the middle but I'm like leaning more F than T that's what I like about these personality tests because like it just it gives you a filter to just think about yourself and like you can like let go of like the label of whatever result you got and it's just Mm -hmm. it just helps you analyze you know that's what I like Yeah. And it's, it also helps you, oh man, I'm going to butcher this, this quote. I think I, I think I read it like sometime this week actually, where it was like, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people, but you should be comparing yourself to like your former self. Like that's really who you should be like comparing yourself to. So this is super interesting because to your point, Christina, it really like, yeah, creates these like Mm -hmm. ways in which you can talk about these certain aspects and like Mm -hmm. seeing all these changes are super interesting and seeing like where it comes from and like where it stems from is also super cool. And like actually talking about changes, if we're ready, we could talk Mm -hmm. about our Enneagrams Mm, um, yeah. because yeah. there's yes. a huge change for me there oh my gosh but there was like a cool there's like a cool correlation to it um we well, can get to it in a second say? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like what <laughs> remind Sorry, me we'll get there I missed that one <laughs> buckle up yeah. yeah MBTI is one thing but Enneagrams is like another way to like yeah it's like a I love Enneagrams no, even, even I'm <laughs> I'm like like you know how there's like I'm like in the first layer like if it's an onion like an enneagram onion mm-hmm. I'm like in the first layer still like you there's see? still so much yeah because I still like I feel like I don't have a grasp of like all the different types but basically with mm-hmm. enneagram you can I'm not gonna do a good job of like describing like you're gonna what do it a is all like job. scientifically <laughs> you're gonna kill it but yeah but there <laughs> there are nine different enneagram types so that's what took me a while to like grasp it because there's nine of them. So it's like a lot to try to remember, but there's nine different types. So one through nine. And with each type, you can have, you have a wing of like the number on either side. So for example, I'm a type one wing two. So like I'm a one, but I have tendencies also of the two, which is right next to a one. If you've like got the numbers in a circle, you could Mm -hmm. also be a one wing nine, or you could be a five wing six. Like there's, those are like all the different like possible types. And with each one, there's essentially like a basic fear that they have and then a basic desire that they have. That's kind of like the core of these Enneagram types. Like I think a lot of it probably stems from like childhood and how you were brought up, but then also there could be other factors um, weighing into it. That's like the, you know, kind of uh, Megan's words like butchered version of like the description of what an Enneagram type is yeah mine has been pretty consistent I'm a type one wing two but I know Megan's has changed drastic drastically um since the last time you took a test <laughs> yeah what was mine I was eight I was the yeah. same as Dane right mm-hmm. I was eight wing seven seven, seven. Or not. Actually, I don't know what your wing was. I think you were seven wing eight. And then, because I Megan remember we were, seven. Yeah. we were in Berkeley mm-hmm. and we were like talking about Enneagrams. Mm. And then we were talking about how 
like Christina and like someone. Oh, yeah, Sean and yeah. 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 Very similar. And then Olivia, mm-hmm. like you and me were very similar. And yeah. I remember we were seven, we eight at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I well, think what's Megan, crazy, you, you were eight wing seven. Well, when you yeah. took the test, like, you mm-hmm. know. When was that? Like, like two years ago. years ago? Was that two? Two years? Mm-hmm. No, it was before COVID? No, it was June 2021. Right? Oh, yes. It was June 2021, <laughs> our historian. Um, well, what's, what I was going to say was type eight, which what was what I was, and then type two are like literally cannot be like more different because mm-hmm. type eight is called like the challenger and then type two is the helper. Mm-hmm. And although they are so different, I actually identify um, with both of them so much. Mm-hmm. So I was, I think this is the part where I was talking to you, Christina, about it briefly where like, I kind of feel like type eight is my like outward persona mm-hmm. and then type two is kind of like my inner persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think, I mean, I generally think that I don't necessarily think that's a good thing or like a healthy thing. Like I'm pretty sure your inward and outward should be the same. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but I think before I used to be very much like, you know, very like strong or like needing control, like commanding, you know, directing kind of a vibe. But then again, like to mention therapy for like the 25th time, <laughs> um, I think through therapy, I am learning my like my origin kind of story and like my origin of personality and where those things come from and like all of all of the things and all of the reactions that I, ha- I have now are based off of the way that I grew up mm-hmm. and i think the way that yeah. i grew up is much more closer to like the helper which mm-hmm. like you know i i grew up alone basically like i don't have siblings my parents uh were obviously here and they were very supportive but also at the same time they didn't speak english and so i had to like do a lot of things on my own whether it be like applying for things like learning about like just a bunch of different things through school through life like i kind of had to do and then on top of that i had to like take care of my parents because i had mm-hmm. to be the translator and this and that and then that then bled out into like my family and other you know my grandparents my my aunts uncles whatever yeah. and so like learning like relearning all of those things and why i have the reactions then I think when I'm answering the questions and doing the test again, it makes me answer more like internally. And so I think that's why the two came out, even though I think when I read the eight, that is kind of my personality. It's almost like a, it's almost like a cause and effect kind of a thing. Uh, Like two, hmm. two is the cause and then, um, eight is the effect. It's so yeah. bizarre. Well, I, need, oh, I need to like write this down yeah. and I'll take this to my therapist. No, but because yeah, like, like the whole thing. versus nurture, right? Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, so the reason I love Enneagram is there's so many layers that we can't get into. But like one of them is like all the, the numbers are connected to other numbers. So like if you look up like Enneagram arrows chart on Google like images, you'll see this. So for example, for a two, there's an arrow going from the two to the eight. And it's like when they're, so crazy. Yeah, it's their, like it's like the stress arrow, I guess. And so it's kind of like, and it's not necessarily that one's negative and the other arrow is positive, but like, I think it's something like when you are under stress, you start to exhibit like traits of an eight. So it's probably like mm. you're this, you're at the core, like a two, you're the helper. But then when you're stressed, like maybe you need, feel like you need that like control. And that's where the like more like yes. aggr- quote unquote aggressive like side of the eight comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then the, when you're like, quote unquote growing it like goes towards a four which again we won't go into all of that but i just thought it was cool that there is that connection wow. between two connection yeah, yeah for what's sure. the four four, so four? Megan, as an example yeah it seems as though megan is like a, a learn to like when she was younger this is like mm-hmm. the 
the person that she like was in her early life. Then she evolved into like an eight when she's stressed, like mm-hmm. a more aggressive type. But mm-hmm. there's also like felt like wonderful things about being an eight. I, I see the arrow four. going down to five. Oh, it goes no? to four. To four, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To four. Yeah. Okay. And then what does that mean if you go to four then? Four yeah. type four is the individualist. Type yeah. fours are motivated by the need to be as unique as possible. They don't want to be ordinary. They are also very focused on feeling all their emotions. Their mm. moodiness can hinder them and they have a fear of being flawed. So, so what's cool is like wow. the type two. So type two, hopefully folks are following along. Um, but type <laughs> two, you need like a chart, a flip chart with like all the different <laughs> Everyone right now, Google Enneagram arrows. Yes. 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 And you can see the um, different types. Okay. So what's interesting is the type two's basic fear is like being unworthy of being loved and their basic desire is to be loved. That's the desire of type two. And then the arrow goes to four for like kind of like growth. And the type four basic desire is to be meaningful based on their inner experience. So mm-hmm. it's like more like the artist, romantic. Instead of like, yeah. yeah, instead of like being loved, which is like external. So maybe right. I guess that's like what it's saying is like the growth path for the two is like mm-hmm. being able to let go of just wanting to be loved, but then like being enough with your own experiences. Yeah. yeah. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I love it. Insane! Wow! Wow. Wait, what are? Let's go over your guys's. Holy cow! One wing two. Yeah, so so I'm a type one. It's called the perfectionist, and it's about like following the rules. But then I, I think the the nuance is like ones kind of have their own personal standards so like my standards might not be the same as another one but like Mm -hmm. we follow those standards and we expect others to follow our standards but those standards could look different like person to person and so yeah very like dedicated reliable but then could also be very critical and like see things black and white because we've got these like internal standards and then yeah, base, my basic fear is to be bad or wrong or corrupt. And then my desire is to like be good and have integrity. So that's, mm. does that, do you feel like that that matches me? <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. I, like, when you think yeah. about the things that we discussed on Tamcha podcast and like the ways that Christina will like tell stories. Remember yeah. that, like the freeway story or yeah. like yes. the distance? Yes. That's like yeah. such a one in terms of like having good information, like having these standards, like being yeah. indexing towards like justice. I think that mm-hmm. that's very much you uh, yeah. and your personality. Yeah. yeah. There's that one, Christina, there's that one story where, and I, I don't know if we've mentioned it in the podcast, but mm-hmm. um, there was one where like, we were all, there was, was like, we were all hanging out. There was like a big group of us and we were like playing a game oh and then somebody <gasps> I'm mad like, about it. <laughs> like somebody, well, I can't tell if it was like a joke or like if they were mm-hmm. serious, but like, it was kind of like meant, I think it was like in a jokey type of a way. They were like, oh, like you guys, your team cheated, Christina, or something like that. And then Christina (laughs) was like, oh my (laughs) God, are you kidding me? And like, it was so, but but I can see justice and like, and it's integrity, you know, like, because like integrity is such a big, important pillar. Mm-hmm. Um, and you live by integrity, but then if someone, even if it's in a jokey way or whatever, mm-hmm. tries to tell you that you're not, it's like you exactly. can't stand by it. Yeah. yeah. So that is like, obviously, like, I think it's good to have integrity, but then there's moments like that where it's like, you know, I could let go of that, right? Um, mm-hmm. But that is that is such a good example of like that personality coming to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully that gives you a sense of what type ones are like. <laughs> Identify them in your life. <laughs> and then who do we have? Christine is a type. Yeah, I'm a type eight. I took it today and I'm an eight, eight wing seven. Mm-hmm. So and you're the challenger going to the enthusiast. And I was like looking up differences between seven wing eight and eight wing seven. 
Mm-hmm. And I was doing this while I was working, so I didn't like really <laughs> pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but essentially, um, an eight wing seven, if you were to summarize it, is someone who tends to be self confident, sociable, and pragmatic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're ambitious and independent, preferring to follow their own path. That's like mm-hmm. my motto. It's like, yeah, my way. I'm gonna take my way. And then I don't know what else to say about this. <laughs> I don't know too much about Enneagrams. I can go a little bit deeper with like MBTI, but when yeah. it comes to Enneagrams, like this new personality is um, that I have, I need to dig into it a little bit more. Yeah. But okay, so one thing that I wanted to like call out about Enneagrams that. I remember uh, when we were talking about this the last time was like how our partners and like the mm-hmm. people around us, the people that we gravitate towards, how how they relate. And mm-hmm. so Christina, as she mentioned, is like a one wing two and her partner is an eight wing seven, right? Mm-hmm. And I am an eight wing seven. Like Olivia's, I think, seven so, wing like eight. seven wing eight. Although I think um, she's seven wing six when I when I put my analysis on, but you think so? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> and then Megan, do you remember what Sean was? No, but I know Christina does. <laughs> one wing nine. Is the same. No, she's one wing yeah. nine. What? So like oh, one there wing are nine. these different. Uh, we're all kind of like one ish, seven, eight, 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 two, mm-hmm. like six. So the way, like one through all nine. But I remember being like, in that moment, I was like, mind blown at how the way that we like relate to each other, even though we're very different um, in the way that we think and the like our different personalities, just how it relates to like compatibility and friendship and like partnership and relationships. So that's like one thing that I remember being very like, wow, this Enneagram is like a really great way to frame different types of people and personalities and how mm-hmm. we relate to each other. It's all it's nice again to like speak the same language cuz then yeah. even if you're like two types that are completely opposite or you have like no idea what the other person's type is, you have the language to say yeah. like, "Oh, okay, this person's basic fear is this" or yeah. like their basic desire is this. So maybe I as a friend or a lover or whatever can help recognize that or like help to kind of like <laughs> I'm going like this. <laughs> yeah, it's a little sexual, but Megan um, is like rolling her her palms in a yeah, circle. It's like, <laughs> like like I'm rubbing boobies together. <laughs> but yeah, basically I just mean to say like it's nice to have the to be able to like speak the same language to maybe identify in your partner or your friend yeah, some of yeah. these things and then it's nice to support them. Yeah. yeah, especially when it comes to like compatibility and like dealing with conflict. So like mm-hmm. when I'm looking at Mm-hmm. Type one wings two, one wing two relationship with a type eight. There's like similarities where mm. we're compatible around topics of justice and fairness in the world, but then conflicts in terms of opposing traits. Um, eights will see one wing twos as overly critical or someone who does mm. not enjoy life, <laughs> whereas one wing twos see eight type eights as like spontaneous reckless and insensitive so (laughs) there there are like points of like if you can think about the way that you frame your persona and like someone in your life's persona and how they relate and having this like supportive information to explain or give you a little bit more reason as to why you have these like confrontations with your that person it helps like accelerate the Mm -hmm. the like understanding of that person and or like allow you to speed up the the ways that you find uh, you like reconcile or find solutions around those differences of the way that you see the world it connects to our um our previous episode about relationships kind of like it does like we we come from totally different worlds and like we also have different personalities so you just gotta understand that about each other so cool (laughs) can you hear me also my pickle Ooh, nice little crunch. Yeah, I like it's it. Nice. Um, it's nice. I know I like because I've been I've been like dabbling in Enneagram for like like a little like over a year now. And uh-huh. I like had Christine pegged as a seven wing eight, as like a hard seven wing eight, like just like you're yeah. a hard Pisces. Um but when yeah. I was reading like the eight 
description. Like I could see a lot of Christine in that too. So mm. yeah, so I just think it's like, it's always good. Like, I think we can identify the core like personality type, but like, just like we talked about with MBTI, like mm-hmm. you either evolve or you just like discover things that you ha- didn't yeah. know before. Um, so it's always good to have an open mind, you know? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I was, I'm oh, reading, sorry, Christine, I'm reading type seven and it's, it is very Christine. There is like a lot of similarities, but I was like, overlap. when I was reading seven wing eight, I was like, there are parts that I disagree with where it's like, I know that I'm not mm. that reckless. Like I'm a little bit more careful around like certain elements of my yeah. life um, mm. that make me so I was like uncomfortable reading that as like who I was mm. and then when I read eight it was like I think I'm like right in the, in middle. the middle like I'm like a seven and a half like, mm. <laughs> yeah but one other thing that like I realized when it comes to taking these like personality tests is that you'll go through the prompt of like answering all the questions and then you're given this like label of you are this, um, you are that. But like once I read seven wing eight versus eight wing seven to like revalidate, like this is true for me, this is not. It's like good to read around like all 16 Mm. personality types and all all nine personalities Mm -hmm. and to understand that like, oh, I can actually relate to like a two or a four or like see why to like connect the patterns between like what stresses you out and Mm -hmm. what areas or how you want to grow as like a person. So it's good to just like gut check across all personality types instead of like pegging yourself into like one position and say that that's like who you are. Pegging yourself into one position. We love Mm. Mm. (laughs) love a good (laughs) pegging yourself into a position. (laughs) Pegging yourself into a hole. No. (laughs) Putting oh a peg into your <laughs> in a box. <laughs> what have I started? What have I started? Okay, anyway, um, so to your point, Christine, I think it's also good, and I think Christina, you said this earlier. I think take retaking these tests mm-hmm. like every so often, I think is also really fun. And, you know, Christine, you mentioned like seasons, right? People go through mm-hmm. seasons in their life and they have different ways in which things kind of come up. So it it is really, I think, good to kind of retake this stuff and see it instead of just, oh my God, you know, 10 years ago, they said I was the advocate mm-hmm. and like now, yeah. you know, I'm the advocate. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of yeah, I think it's good to yeah. To Cheers do this to growth more than once. <laughs> oh. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, well, we basically I feel like I've already gone to Samcha like emotionally. So, <laughs> now that we're physically at Samcha, maybe like we just go a little lighter and we can just talk about our horoscopes and then also at the time of filming this, uh, recording this, uh, the smile test is trending on TikTok. So we also all took the smile test. So we'll like, look at that. So we'll just kind of lighten it up for the last round here. Um, so cheers to cheers to Samcha. Cheers. Yeah. Love it. Wait, Christine, do you you already shared your um, sun sign, which is Pisces? But do you know your do you know your moon and rising? Yeah, I'm a tor- Taurus. Uh, moon and Taurus. Oh, and what about rising? I don't know. <laughs> I'm rising in sun. I pulled up my co-star app. Christine, you're mm-hmm. also rising in Taurus. So you're huh? Pisces, Taurus, Taurus. Oh, damn. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. None of us are really like into horoscopes, but we just think it's fun. So that's why we're sharing yeah. it in case any listeners want to do some psychoanalysis of us mm-hmm. based on it. <laughs> Honestly, like I think that if there's like an expert, like um, like an a professional astrologist, mm-hmm. please hit yeah, us must. up and we can do mm. like an episode where you can a kind full of explain birth chart of- reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god! So like, so, fun. so like Dane is like so just like he thinks that like yeah. your astrology chart and your sign is kind of like funky yeah. business because. There's like studies that happened in the past that dispel like anything mm-hmm. related to yeah. assigning like your personality uh, to a specific. I don't know what I'm trying to say. 
Well, um, no, but so like, what's funny, like, like, mm-hmm. well, I was gonna say what's funny is like we were saying how Christine is like a very strong Pisces, like the description oh matches God. her, but then like 100%. Dane is a Libra and it doesn't like nothing really matches. <laughs> so, yeah. And I know there's well, like I'm a actually Libra. Whole birth chart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Megan, you're, you said you don't remember the other two. Well, wait, right? I just re, I just re-downloaded CoStar. I can't believe Ooh. I deleted it in okay. the first place. So what's your um, big three? I'm a Libra, m- Moon Libra, mm-hmm. and Gemini Rising. Mm. So Libra Sun, Libra Moon, Gemini Rising. Libra Sun, yeah, sorry. Libra yeah. Sun, Libra Moon, Gemini Rising. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, is there like stuff you know about your your horoscope or your um whatever signs that resonates with you? Libra is big on like balance mm-hmm. and justice. And I I can kind of see that. It's not it's not like maybe it's not to the the level of justice and conviction as a one as Christina. <laughs> yeah, as a one. But like I do definitely get whether it's me or to anyone else, if I if I think it's unfair, I just like my blood will boil. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not fair. And and like, you know, fair <laughs> being fair is like really important for me for some reason. Okay. Um but I don't know anything about Gemini. Wait, did you say so? You're Libra Sun, Libra mm. Rising. No, no, no. Libra, Libra Sun, Libra Moon, and then Gemini uh-huh. Rising. Well, I'm just like reading. Are stuff you putting about it, it into like, a thing? <laughs> Gemini, Libra Sun, Gemini Rising. There's like so many things related to like career, health, how to recognize one. And so, like, if we start with recognizing, um, they often smile a lot and they're quite funny. And I think that's. <laughs> Pretty much you. They have dark hair and dark eyes. That's literally you. (laughs) (laughs) And they're always on the move. Like you're always traveling and you're very tall. tall? Yeah. And it says you'll see them wearing neutral colors as well as black and blues. That's like literally that's literally me. Wait, what Um, the hell? That's hilarious. You know, I'm wearing green right now, but this is pretty like not normal. Megan wears black, you know, or like neutral. Always. Um, oh this is wild. That's this so is like she's a just reading. <laughs> who moves fast? They communicate uh, with people and they access their feminine and masculine parts. Um, and oh, they're able to, like, oh my god! Like that's hello, really Megan. Whoa! They're into trends, moving fast. I don't know about like flashy cars, but adjusting <laughs> as much content as possible. They're always on their cell phone, um, and they have FOMO. So I don't know if that's like really. I mean, <laughs> if you really, but it's unraveling. Now. Oh. Megan is like I a very trendy. She's a trendy gal, um, and so that's like kind of where it like comes in, but. Then cool. Dane can come in and be like, that's like everybody. Yeah. I know. Uh, Dane's going to be like, okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I, love how, I love how when it said when it said that there's dark – or the person has dark hair and dark eyes, we're like, oh, my God. I know. And they're tall and they're always on the move. <laughs> always on the move, except Megan wants to be home in the fetal position. So, yeah, in the corner, <laughs> just rocking. Oh, it's yes. Like, this person cannot handle drama. Um, and so they oh, like having love a good. A, they like Aquariuses, Aquarians. I'm an Aquarius. Who are like a yeah, drama free match. Oh. Love that. Oh. Um, <laughs> honestly, me. this makes so much sense. Um, it really I'm gonna does. What you. website are you? On? <laughs> I know she just made it all up. I just made it all up. They live in Seattle. <laughs> And then, like, this wine. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Um, wait, wait, which one? What are you, Christina? This, uh, so I no. am – I'm an Aquarius sun, a Cancer moon, and a Leo rising. Oh, yeah. I have I have you here. Yeah. And so what I know is that Aquarians are, like – they really like to be unique. <laughs> um, and – there was like one instance where like it was really funny. I was talking about this Halloween party that I was going to. Um, I was actually invited to like two villain themed Halloween parties last year. Christine mm-hmm. was at one of them as well. Um, and I was trying to figure out what to wear. And I was telling my friend Sam, 
Sam's are better on Instagram. Um, I was telling my friend Sam that I was like, I don't know what to wear to this villain party because, like, I don't want to be like one out of like five Cruella de Vils, like, you know, because that's like a very common villain costume. And she was like, Your Aquarius is showing. <laughs> <laughs> So but Christina went all out on her costume. Like she was, was Bowser. so unique. She was Bowser. She like had the yellow hoodie and the yeah. green eyebrows and the red. It was so funny. It was like she, there was no one like her. <laughs> so I guess the I guess it's true. yeah. But cancer, like the cancer moon thing. So cancers are like very sensitive, or like that's what they're known to be. And I think I'm, I think I'm a sensitive soul. So. I think it fits. But yeah, that's what I know. <laughs> Wait, you know what's so cute on CoStar? It says you can enjoy time together without worrying whether there will be more. You and Christina are both thinking about relationship dynamics right now. Laugh yeah. until your sides hurt. <gasps> that's literally oh. what we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, so that's those are our um, big threes. Should we close with our little smile test results which yeah yeah those were super cute so so wait so um is this like a korean thing yeah it it seems like it yeah basically koreans love putting people into buckets and like (laughs) using uh like tests or you know like frameworks to classify people like blood types yeah Yeah, like differentiating (laughs) themselves and how they really or how like just that's how they introspect is through like these personality tests. Okay. <laughs> cool. um, that's a generalization, but that's my observation. And there is this website called K Test One. <laughs> <laughs> I read it as K Testune. K Test One dot com, and there's like a ton of different like personality traits. But this one, or personality tests, and this one is called the K Test smile dating test and mm-hmm. there's i don't know like five ten there's 16 different types of smiles and colors that you can have mm-hmm. and so we did we took this test and it's basically to understand like what you value in a relationship and who you are how you present yourself in a relationship as well or like what your mindset is and uh i guess megan did you do it yeah i did Okay. Oh yeah. Should we? Should we read? We're, we're all different. We're all yeah, different. We all got um, different we ones. Yeah, we should read it, and it's just uh just to let people know who are listening. Like, <laughs> this is a Korean website, and then it's like translated. So it's like you know when you see like those funny like shirts in Asia that have like random phrases. It's like some of the phrases are kind of like. That. <laughs> but yeah. So this isn't us <laughs> making yeah. this up. disclaimer. Yeah. We should go in and edit this for them because there's a lot of people taking this and it's like, <laughs> who, wants to go, who wants to go first with their little smile test poem. I can go first. Okay. okay. So, I am a mint smile and the face is like a little check mark, so it looks like half smiling. The mint smile is a professional straight forwarder who doesn't push and pull. If even if a mint smile likes someone, they don't express well. And they may need time, more time to think. They like flirting, but still feel stuffy. They express <laughs> more and more once they start. In a relationship, they usually organize and lead the date. They get attracted by someone who focus on their job because it looks cool. <laughs> because they like to attract attention. They want to be acknowledged by their lovers, even for small things. Hmm. So they like someone who is kind and expressive. They think about breaking up when they feel that they are a burden to their lover. They don't like to get too emotional when arguing. They like someone who talk straightforward. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Is it true? Um, (laughs) I think though, like, I I don't like to flirt. It does feel stuffy. Um, I'm kind of shy. So if I, yeah, if I'm like, if I like someone, I get shy and I don't like to express it mm. um, and I need time to think. So that I think is true. Yeah, I like yeah, to organize yeah. and lead the date. Mm. Um, they get attracted to someone who focuses on their job because it looks cool. I think <laughs> I am attracted to people who are like 
career oriented, but not because it's cool, but because it like establishes that they have purpose in their life mm-hmm. and they value like similar things that I do. And because Mint Smile likes to attract attention, I like to be acknowledged by their lovers for small things. Like I think being acknowledged That's for sweet. small and big things is like mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, I like people who are kind and expressive. That's true. When I think about breaking up, this also is like kind of true to like mm-hmm. not wanting to burden people with their emotions, which relates mm-hmm. to like the whole INFJ personality type, but mm-hmm. that's like very true. And then um, they don't like to get too emotional when arguing. Yeah. I don't like heavy, heavy, deep, dark feelings, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know who does. That's Maybe very seven. <laughs> Yeah, that I don't is very seven hard feelings. It's just like why, and then um, they like people who talk straightforward. Mm. I don't like. I, I think like that could mean a lot of different things, but I'm going to mm. interpret it as someone who is like honest mm. and someone who is vulnerable with their feelings, and they don't like cutting corners with mm. the way that they express themselves. So, but not like harsh, you know. Mm. Mm. And we uh, mint smiles. Uh, it's nice to have them together with gray smiles and beige smiles, and it's hard to have them together with sky smiles and brown smiles. Mm. So we'll keep an eye out on that. We'll have the people who I go out on dates with take this <laughs> test, and we'll follow up. But that is my smile personality. Love it. <laughs> All right. Oh, and next? if you're if you're oh, a oh. single if you're a single man out there, that is a gray smile. Oh no no. Uh, yeah, that a is a yeah a gray smile. smile or a beige smile. You can email us at sumchapodcast <laughs> <laughs> at gmail dot com. Send us your resume. Send us your yes. name. Social security number is also helpful. <laughs> um, Don't do that thing where like you're like actually a pink smile and then you like retook it. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no, Christine likes someone um, who talks straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> who talk straight forward. Yes. Who talk straight forward. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, open ended. And also um, we're we're oh we're roasting the Google Translate because that's where the yes. translation is. Oh, from. is this Google translated? I, I mean think it it's must be Google Translate, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Come on, Google Translate. All right. <laughs> okay. Megan, do you want to go next? Yes. Okay, let's see. I am a pink smile. I'm a pink smiler. I it says I am a quick-witted a love master. Oh heck, wow. master of love. Master. Wow. Master Bader. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was very 12-year-old boy. Um okay, You're it rising says 12-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, truly, truly. Like the masculine and the feminine, we see that coming through. Yes, so crazy the black hair and the black eyes it's wild okay so let's see the pink smile they tend to be careful in dating when we're in a relationship when we're in relationship it's important to keep certain line to approach them they are good natured and friendly so they have many friends they often develop from acquaintances to lovers rather than blind dates. That's, oh. true. That's true. That is typically true. They notice and em- empathize with lovers' feelings well because they are quick-witted. They're very empathetic. I don't know if – yeah, but I don't know if quick-witted means mm. that you – anyway, whatever. I, I won't but you Yeah, translation thing. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They expect to get back what they have given, <gasps> either as expressions or as gifts. Wait, which that's is a very two. similar to that's a type two, two thing. Yeah, yeah wow. that's a very type two thing. Crazy. Okay. They feel a sense of stability in the relationship if, if the other person expresses himself or herself generously a lot. <laughs> like a lot, okay. a lot. Generously yeah, like a lot. A lot. Yeah, generously a lot. They are disappointed when their lover behaves rudely. Yes. Like who's, not, who's not, though? Yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Um, and then they hate situations of conflict with their lover. It's true. Nobody, I think, likes, likes that. <laughs> conflict with their lover. But, like drama. Um, that's true. But- that's true. That's true. Um, they hate lying extremely. Mm. But... <laughs> 
but a little bit is okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it like they hate like extreme lies or they like really extremely hate lying? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just say both. Yeah. Lying's a big no, no. Lying is a big (laughs) no, no. And then actually Christine, the mint smile and the pink smile both have the same nice to have them oh. together and the hard to have them together. Oh, so Grace and beige smiles are good. You guys have the so same with, like who's compatible and who's not with yeah. you. Yeah. How does that work? Shouldn't they be like ex- it just like, means you guys have to fight it out every time. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you and me. Or <laughs> we have our happy men. days and we or, have our hard days. Christine no, needs someone who's like shot. Two. Oh yeah. Perfect. Okay, so I'll do some vetting. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how? I think we also need to like offline. We should figure out what Dane and Sean. Oh yeah, are. yeah, what that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be funny. That'd be funny. Okay, what about you, Christina? Okay, so I am a khaki smile, and Ooh. the headline is a love analyst who learned love from writing. Also, oh my god, English major. major. Oh my god. Wow. She okay. loves books. She loves reading. Yeah. Insane. I do analyze things. They may seem a bit cold when you first meet them. They are attracted to people who share the same hobbies and values. I think like that makes sense. Like I do think, yeah. I actually do think I can come off cold possibly. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Really? But maybe not. Maybe no, it's like really? I'm like. The first time yeah. they like. See, oh my god, Christina's so cool. I love her. I don't know about like the cold thing though. Coldness, okay. yeah. It's probably just my own um projection of myself or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Oh, yeah. but like if it was sorry, if it was like you know when you like played the board game or oh, you true. are like giving those instructions, if they yeah. like met you and that was their first time, yeah. I can see yeah. why that could yeah, come yeah. off That's as cold. Cold mm-hmm. heart bitch, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we we understand the rules, Christina. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. It will take a long time to get to know each other, but later they will become very close. Yeah, I think so. Unlike their cold image, like they really think I'm cold. Unlike their cold (laughs) image, they fall in love deeply. I think that's true. That's Um, true. They like they like good listeners who listen to what they care about. That is very true. Like Mm. I have nightmares. Yes. Like I have dreams where like I'm explaining something to someone and they're not listening to me. And so I end up waking myself up because I'm talking and like yelling what I'm saying <gasps> in the dream. <laughs> and it's like my biggest frustration is like they're not listening to me. No. <laughs> I love how it all of these to you. This smile test is like the most <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, okay. Well, but maybe this will break it down. If the conversation doesn't go well in a conflict, they tend to avoid it. What are your thoughts on that? That's I feel like that's kind wrong. of. I don't know. I really know. like someone who like pursues justice, who yeah. likes to get the things like the facts in order. Right. Well, I, I don't think, think it's they tend to. I don't think you you avoid it. It's more yeah. that you will. Because I'm this this specific sentence, I'm thinking about the middle seat lady. Mm, yes, on yes, the plane. Yes, yes. Mm. So like, I think because I think what Christina does is lady. like, if there's something. <laughs> oh yeah, the bag lady. Um, there's the middle seat person is a different <laughs> different that's scenario. The, oh, that's the middle oh, seat. Yeah, two armrests. <laughs> yes, I mean, come on, guys. Like, is this is 2023? Like, get with the program. Wait, we need to but, talk about this though. Like, we need to. No, talk there's about a lot. There's there's, there's so a much lot to here. Unpack. Wait, unpack there. but. No, I think I think yes. with Christina, it's like if I, the I, conversation, I yeah, like doesn't go well in some sort of a conflict, then you don't avoid it. You just, I think you av- uh, like overtly make like you go, you go positive, you go mm-hmm. nice, you yes. kind of like kill them with kindness yes, type of a thing. That is true. So like, so you don't avoid it. You actually yes. like go I'll pursue it. First. But then if it goes yeah. like south, then I'm like I'm gonna switch yeah. my yeah. um my path. 
Yes. 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 Oh, yes. That's exactly how to interpret this. If the conversation does not go well in In conflict, conflict, yeah, because it's like I'll still I'll still pursue the comp and like I'll still like confront, yeah. But then, yeah, then I might. They will tend to avoid it, and by it they mean like the negative feeling. They'll like divert it to Mm -hmm. something that they can bring more like positive energy, like something that has like a good outcome, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, mm, not about okay. All right. Oh, so, yeah. so far, we're like pretty much 100% <laughs> with this khaki smile. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so two more lines. There are times when they talk straight to their lovers. I don't really know what that means. We should all be talking like, straight to our like lovers. They're, like they're like, they're, like, like blunt, very honest. Is that what that means? Yeah, like they're very yeah, blunt and yeah, honest, yeah. maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are times, but yeah. it's like all the time, though. It's not just but I, there I are know. times. Yeah. So that well, one, it's not, it's not sometimes. False. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. right in between. It's not, it's like, <laughs> that is like a gray statement. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> and then the last one, they hate being swayed by emotions more than anyone else. Huh? This is kind of the type one. Wait, you're type one. Mm-hmm. Which was like, you you think more or were we i don't know if we talked about this during this hour mm-hmm. or it was before but you you more maybe think with the details or like the the facts at hand rather mm. than like the emotions or the senses yeah, yeah. so, so there is you think objectively like versus subjectively yeah yeah she but that's like both. that's where it's interesting cuz my so that's the my, my myers briggs i Mm-mm. i'm an n which is more the big picture versus s is like mm. the facts but i'm 50/50 with that so okay could be maybe i'm a bit more like fact oriented but then my mm-hmm. f and t which is like feeling and thinking i'm i'm more majority f i don't know this one's interesting they hate being mm. swayed by emotions more than anyone else who knows who knows more like hate is a very strong thing That's and then true. it's like anyone else <laughs> and like more than anyone else most, like wow yeah, yeah. all the other 15 colors faces yeah the happy smile yeah. is like the person. It's not that they like super hated. It's just amongst yeah. the fifteen, the sixteen smiles. That's true. It's mm-hmm. just like the person who yeah. doesn't like being swayed, but they're more like judicious. They love mm-hmm. like facts. They love. That's true. Actually, it goes with the justice. Maybe where it's like what was fair yeah. versus like the, how you feel about it. So I could see that. Yeah, this makes so much sense. <laughs> and then, wow. sorry, but like when I clicked on the link for the khaki smile. Uh huh top banner is am i gay test <laughs> what <laughs> it's an am i gay personality test oh, oh god i think that says more about your <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one is like a whole food ad and uh yeah this is well oh, now like your ads will say a lot about who that's you. so funny <laughs> this is really um enlightening and i think that this was a very fun fun exercise it just was. like so much fun mm-hmm. everyone go take all of yes. these three tests they're free mm-hmm. let us know what you are mm-hmm. i'm literally wiping a, like a laughing tear from my eye <laughs> <laughs> don't get a hot cheeto hot cheeto crumb in your eye, your yeah. eye. my thumb and index finger are for hot cheese. For the hot cheese. Oh, perfect. And then my right finger and pinky are for wiping the tears. Okay, perfect. All right. Yay. So fun much episode. fun. Bye. 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 B